86,000 more seconds, it's a new day. What you think this was? Wrote up on a challenge and you think you're gonna walk away? Nah, time's on your side. Time is the reason that you are alive. Master your purpose, you master your time. Stay in the bed or you get up and cry where you watch it. I got to do this for my daddy who ain't living for my family and my county. Cause they told me that they counting on me. And I'ma make y'all proud. Days like this can't hold me down. Power in my voice, even more in my crown. Blue and rap did it now, give you this sound. Come Welcome back to another episode of Professional Coach of the Podcast. This is Jay Harris. And I'm Chris Cooper. Thank you all for being here. We have an amazing guest with us today. She has just completed the second season of her Honestly Honest podcast. She's a wellness coach and fitness enthusiast. And those of you who have known her for quite some time may remember her as a radio personality on 101.9 KISS FM, Miss Tierra Bebs. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yo, what's going on? Long time. Man. <laughs> Y'all make me sound like I was popping. Hey, hey. you did it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's thank all you. you. That intro. See, Absolutely. see, if it was me, I would have said the singer, the dancer, the actress, the model, Tierra Bebs. OMGZ. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, I got me blushing over here. <laughs> Oh, thank y'all. You're welcome. So what you been up to? Man, um, so I've just been, I've been grinding, to be honest. Like, my head has been down for, like, most of this year. I feel like just trying to learn as much as I can about everything wellness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just, you know focusing on getting that second season of my podcast out, um, which I honestly was kind of back and forth with even wanting to do a second season, but um, I felt it on my heart that, you know, got to move forward with it. So we're going to keep it, keep it going. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's like a few things that I've been, I've been up to, but most of it luckily has been productive. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So just thinking back to your time at ECU, um, if I'm not mistaken, you came in probably like right behind me. What year did you graduate high school? Ooh. Um, I always like, <laughs> I always got to think about this. Like, dang, let me go back. So high school was 2007. Okay. The best. Yeah. The best year. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which I had it for right now. <laughs> yeah. Keep it. <laughs> At the end of the day, I think we can all agree that those years from like 2005 to 2008 or 2009 were like the prime years of ECU. You know, we had yeah. the Black Student Union popping. Yeah. Um, our football team was actually winning games. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay, signature sounds over there. Okay. <laughs> Memories. Uh, fame, icon, fetish. Man, uh, too many memories. Too you many bringing memories. it all back. Huh? <laughs> what were we like throwing up the gang signs and stuff? Like, it's too much. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, I had line chants. Uh, to be an icon is cool if that's your fetish. Everybody desires fame. I was like, oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is that the line? 
Okay. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> that was clever, though. I, if they're still existent, like, I'm sure they're going to take that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that time was just so rich in experiences and opportunities. Just talk a little bit about your experience as a student, academic side of it, the social side. When I went to ECU, like initially I had signed up for the School of Music. I just knew I wanted to be like a superstar singer <laughs> and was accepted into the jazz. I remember, Shue, right? huh? The Dr. Jashu? Yes, yes. Um, which he was great because after, so I ended up like dipping up out of there after like a semester because uh, there was this one class that got a little too difficult for me, <laughs> unfortunately. And I was just like, I can't do this mess. <laughs> and also like hearing somebody else's, they had some speaker come into um, a class and they were sharing their experience and they were just saying how the, it was like a struggle and you know living out of the car and you know you never know when the next when the next paycheck is gonna come and i'm like lord jesus i know but it's not what i'm going to college for so as much as i enjoyed singing i guess i didn't love it that much um because i dipped set and <laughs> Proceeded on to, I think I tried it into business and was in marketing. That didn't last too long. Then I proceeded into communication, okay? Yeah. Uh, where I got my degree in. But throughout that transition of trying to find out what it is that I actually wanted to do, um, I still had love for music. And Dr. Um, DeShill still allowed me to attend classes up until I graduated and still like perform with them. So, you know, I was still able to get my singing in, um, but just, you know, I didn't get that, that degree. Um, but I made sure that I participated in as many organizations as I could because I longed to belong to something. Like I just wanted to continue to grow relationships with people. Um, I came from a family who had just separated, my parents had, you know, divorced and I had lost my oldest sister um, before I went to college. So I was just looking for something, you know, where I can find like another form of a family, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I involved myself like in a vocal ensemble, you know, signature sound. Um, I was an icon, the modeling troupe, um, Black Student Union. Um, and I think those are main, like, honestly, the main ones I had joined. Um, a co-ed fraternity and I just you know was just I was trying y'all <laughs> all in all like it was just a great experience like there were so many people who I've met along the way including you guys who just like just it was just great bonding with everyone it was like so authentic and yeah. like living on campus just was was like the greatest idea known to man when it comes to college. Like uh, you just yeah. learn so many life experiences on campus. So, um, you know, a lot of students loathe the idea of living on campus. Mm -hmm. I lived on campus for three years, and that fourth year, I probably would have stayed on too if I would have known any better. Because mm -hmm. I never, I was so active and so busy on campus that when I finally did have an apartment, I was never there. Relationships that you build in your lobby, 
the late night of spades, the hanging out in different rooms, just all of that. I'm getting married in 10 months. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. But three of the guys that are actually in my wedding are guys that I live with in the residence halls. And, you know, it's just those bonds that you can never recreate, I don't think, in any other setting in a lot, in a lot of ways. Yeah. No, that's real. Um, I know I've, for one, like, I think in the last two years of college is when I have moved off campus, um, which is when I realized, you know, I ain't, I ain't really getting invited to too many other things. People forget about <laughs> like, what's popping. But it was still then that I was able to still bond. Like, I have, I, I've always been best friends with Tiffany, but, you know, met Laura, my other best friend, mm-hmm. while while working, patrolling the streets, you know, as a oh, student yeah. patrol officer. Oh, y'all thought y'all was. I mean, y'all thought y'all were campus policemen back then. Ah! <laughs> we was keeping everybody safe, you um. know. That was our goal. <laughs> Make sure that y'all was good. <laughs> so, yeah, like, just being on campus, like, there was just so many different opportunities to bond, to find your forever friendships and, or even like forever relationships up right, in there. Right. But yeah, it was definitely a, a great experience. What do you have going on in your world these days? So I'm actually, well, it actually already launched my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's under Tierra Babs Wellness. And it's something huge for me because I've never had my own business before. Yeah. Um, and it's also in an industry that I haven't been as involved in in the past. I've like learned a lot. I've been involved in um, a lot. I started, I kind of started my interest while working at the YMCA last summer. You know, I was just trying to find my, just some extra funds so I don't have to, um, you know, worry about taking from whatever my main job was giving me. I just wanted to continue to save and save more. And so the YMCA was able to do that for me, even though, you know, they don't pay that much, but it was still like the fact that I was also being fulfilled um, because of the work that I was doing and who, who I was doing it for. Yeah. Um, so I started off like the front desk, just, you know, greeting people, checking people in, and then found out about the wellness department. So, you know, ended up getting back there and was able to take advantage of some like educational moments that they were providing um, as an employee. And from there, it just kept on rolling. Like I just enjoyed it, um, got certified to, to instruct group cycling, indoors group cycling. Um, so I've been doing that. And so as I continue to learn more and also kind of like following the guidance, not to get spiritual, but the guidance that I've been given by God, like yeah. that I needed to move forward in opening up a business and helping other people, but women in particular who have experienced something similar that I've experienced when it comes to our health. Um, which is like, you know, when we get older, <laughs> unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we can't hold up as we, like we used yeah. to, you know right. what I'm saying? Like things happen. So I, I experienced a few health issues that required me to switch it up and, or at least it required me to switch it up if I wanted a better future. Um, yeah. and for me, a better future is like, I want to end up having a family and, you know, a, a have birth 
um, I needed to switch up the way I ate. I needed to be more active and that's what I ended up doing. But I just did it with, you know, my own research and because unfortunately the doctors didn't really give me too much guidance on yeah. <laughs> what to eat or like how often to do whatever. So I just did my own thing after that. I just, that's really like when the um, beginnings of my interest in health and wellness started, I want to say. And okay. then when YMCA came, that just like, that was a whole nother level of like, whoa, like this is dope. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things we hear a lot about now that's getting more and more attention is this idea that healthcare providers really aren't giving Black women in particular the attention they need. Mm-hmm. to protect themselves, cover yeah. themselves. And it was, I think it was easy to so dismiss it as a class thing or a financial thing. When you now have Beyonce and Serena Williams, you know, celebrities coming out and saying, no, like, I've had to take measures in the operating room or in the delivery room to protect my own life. Like, mm-hmm. that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And to hear you kind of echoing that same thing that you really weren't getting the attention that you thought you needed and you have to do your own research mm-hmm. to make those lifestyle changes and do the things that you needed to do, that you felt you needed to do to live your best life. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's tough out there. And I'm not going to blame it on like physicians or doctors because they're doing what they've been taught to do. Yeah. Like there are people who specialize in, you know, certain areas but you just got to be ready to pay a pretty penny and not everybody has a pretty penny to give it does suck that we have to come to a point where we got to do our own research and you know it's a trial and error and when there's so many people who just has this this knowledge that they can just easily provide and save a life however i am thankful for the good old youtubes and the google like for having the people who are willing to give free knowledge on what you need to um, know to protect your life. Um, So it's definitely like still no reason for anybody to not be able to like just provide themselves with um, more knowledge when it comes to their, their own health, because it's all out there. Like in these years, there is no excuse to not know anything about nothing. Right. Agreed. Right. Google is your friend. YouTube is your buddy. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's how we got our podcast off the ground. Hello. Okay. Look. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm thankful for my ex being there when I had this. When I had my <laughs> I nothing about nada. Like, oh, gosh. That was, but, but yeah, yeah, Google and YouTube, they be having it. So, what inspires Tier Babe? I definitely get inspired when I see other people who are sharing the authenticity of their story. Yeah. When it's not just, you know, them trying to show a pretty face and like, you know, yeah, I'm making it and it's sunshine and rainbows, but it's like, what's the grit behind it? Like, you know, what you really going through? And then when you see what somebody actually went through and they're actually showing how they overcame it, it's like, wow, that's powerful. Like if they can do it, I can do it. Like that stuff is powerful. Um, Like I know one of the folks, like everybody that I interviewed for my podcast was like, I always received like something from everybody. 
as much as it's like for everybody else listening in, like it's for me too. Yeah. Um, but one thing in particular that I'm thinking of, and it's because they're in the health and wellness um, industry is um, Kevin and I had interviewed um, a couple named Kevin and Tasha. Absolutely. And they were sharing, KG. yeah, y'all know, yeah. <laughs> um, they were sharing like, you know, their entire experience of life since college and, you know, um, Tasha going through that cancer and right. and still like being pregnant while doing all that. And, yeah. you know, Kevin being a good husband and just being there for her and um, just dealing with his own things um, and overcoming it by her starting her own business and, you know, becoming self-employed and him like starting his own business and being self-employed and helping right. other people um, on the way. So it's like that type of stuff is like, that is what motivates me. Um, and every now and then, aside from people sharing their stories, like I have to continue to motivate myself by involving myself in inspirational things. Like every morning I got to make sure that I write in my prayer journal, whatever, like there is like on Mondays, I do like a prayer call. Um, I don't do it. I don't host it, but I listen in yeah. on it just to, you know, get that inspiration for the day or for the week. Like I have to keep like positive affirmations around me. So like, that's all that I see. Like I had to get away with reality show. Like even now when I try to like watch reality shows now, like I just be like, yeah, what are you doing? yeah it's a lot it's just like i can't so yeah just trying to stay around like positive vibes at all times you know and i think for me that positive job you're talking about just seeing people like you like kg all of the folks that have come through ecu and see just how well we're doing the amount of impact that is being had amongst folks that we went to class with every day mm-hmm. that we saw on the yard that was showing up at the BSU meetings or wherever else. There's some legit work being done. Yeah. yeah. That it wasn't us just being at ECU for four years and we did just enough to get by. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that's the case for some folks, but for the vast majority, whether they were student athletes or otherwise, like are killing the game right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at KG, who was a student athlete and now has his own gym. Um, Giovanni Ruffin has his own gym. Um, Dakota Marshall has his own um, hauling company. Yeah, first and go hauling. Um, and we'll have him on later this season, but everybody's doing something mm-hmm. and no one slowed down, like at all. Yeah. I feel like every time we look up, every six months, someone has a new project going. Or two individuals who went to ECU together are now working in cahoots and building something and giving back to the community. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's what inspires me. And I think yeah. it was one of the reasons why Chris and I, you know, decided to do this podcast. And yeah. in this season in particular, to highlight all the great work that our peers are doing. Because we're in a world right now where people are hurting. They don't know up from down. You got students collecting all this student debt, and they like, man, I don't even know what this is for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's our prayer that something is said on this podcast that they like, dang, they can do it. We can do it, too. We just got to hold yeah. on for a little bit longer. Yeah. yeah. 
Every episode that we record, Jay tries to get an offering out of me. <laughs> did you bring your wallet? I did not. Okay, because if you brought it, <laughs> still yeah. collect it. <laughs> and it's good to see that these years that we spent in school, not we, it's not in vain. Like we, we didn't do it and then don't have anything to show for it, really. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Just the camaraderie, camaraderie, and just the atmosphere of seeing everybody doing, you know, what their purpose to do. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful to see. And understanding that you don't have to have it figured out when you walk across that stage. Mm-hmm. So true. <laughs> Let me still see. Still figuring it out. Right. Okay. Right, <laughs> right. absolutely. I said, I'm still figuring it out. So. Man. I, I remember after I graduated, I was like just chilling at me madre. It's just like, okay. What's <laughs> next? What's <laughs> popping? <laughs> like, ain't nobody like trying to hire nobody over Got here. the degree. What's next? Okay. Right. Man. And we'll put this episode out next week or before the end of this week. So if there are any anyone's listening and they have a nephew or a niece, a cousin that's in college, don't be asking them about finals. Don't be asking them about how school is going. Right. Listen, auntie, auntie, <laughs> auntie. And this is for the this is for the person that's listening that may have already graduated. Auntie, when I get home. Don't ask me what I'm studying in school. Oh my gosh. I'm studying <laughs> and I'm trying to study these loan payments. You got some on that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sally May, or matter of fact, they switched to the Navian, Navian, whoever they want to be called. Sally May, CFNC, who, get out of Great there. Lakes. Great Lakes. All of them. All, all of the above. <laughs> Just forgive <But> yes. me. <laughs> I mean, they are here hacking Experian and everywhere else, but ain't nobody got up to Sally May yet. Oh, okay. I don't get it. You, I'm saying. I know I got a Russian friend somewhere that can <laughs> get me a connect, you know what I'm saying? Oh but my on, God. On a more serious note, you talked about what inspired you. Um, what has been your greatest challenge? My greatest last challenge? Last three years, yeah. Um, my greatest challenge would have to be getting up out of my own mind of what I cannot do. Um, I think that has definitely held me back from, you know, doing what I'm doing now. I like, I have been trying to find out what it is that I need to be doing in this world for the longest time, which I'm sure everybody has. (laughs) And Whenever I would have like some thoughts or ideas, just like, mm, but, but no, let me not because so and so is gonna think that, or what am I gonna look like doing this? And like that don't even sound right. And is that even gonna make me money? And you know, just all these what ifs. And I ain't even step one pinky toe out yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ain't even step outside of my own mind to even like at least trial and error it, it out. But instead, I've allowed everybody else's um thoughts and concerns and they haven't even voiced it yet yeah <laughs> uh, so that's been my challenge it's just like stepping outside of my own mind this did you do a lot of comparing too like oh yeah <laughs> yeah that was my thing like honestly and 
it, I always wonder, like, what was Poppington before? Like, how were we keeping in contact before social media? Because social media, like Instagram, scrolling, like, I be having to catch myself these days. Just mm-hmm. like, Jerry, if you don't stop and get off of this mess so you can focus, because, man, I can be so much more productive if they just, if that phone and Instagram wasn't in my hand. Right. Like you just like time passes by so quick while you so scroll. Like, what did I what have I done in the last right. 30 minutes or hour? Yeah. But yeah, no, I've definitely been comparing myself. Um and still do, but I, I've learned to not do it as often. Yeah. Um because I know that for one, I don't know what they're going through <laughs> right. internally in their life, whatever, like um, to get to where they are. Who knows if they just faking the funk yeah. and, you know, they're just showing this um, pretty image of something that's not legit. Um, and then also if it's somebody who is doing the same thing that I'm doing, that's what's up. But yeah. you're not doing mm-hmm. exactly the same thing that I'm doing because I'm providing it from Tierra. Yeah, absolutely. From whoever else it is, like you know, so so yeah, I've just been having to switch up my mindset. Okay. And the social media thing is just such a big deal. We don't talk so much about Facebook anymore, but it's the Instagram and the Snapchats that really kind of get people kind of up in arms when it comes to the comparison thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, these, it's these literal snapshots of individuals' lives. And then I have to remind myself that I can't compare my chapter three to someone else's chapter 33. Mm-hmm. And we could be the exact same age. Mm-hmm. We could have very similar experiences, but it, at the end of the day, we're all running our own races. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I was a track athlete um, in high school. Usually I talk about this um, in recovery work, but track is both an individual sport as much as it is a team sport. Right. And while I have to show up every day as my best self, when I get in those blocks to run a 400 meter run or a 800 meters, like that's just me. Mm. But very so often I might be running a relay or well, my team is counting on me to come in first, second place to get mm-hmm. just a few more points so that we can get our overall team score. Mm-hmm. Far too often, we use social media. Uh, again, um, Instagram and Snapchat are probably the two biggest culprits of this. Mm-hmm. And we say, dang, that looks good. Dang, why that can't be me? Mm-hmm. Or... Right. They really out here living their best. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, if we really want to take it another step, you know, looking at the Kanye's and saying, but just last week he was doing X, Y, and Z. Like, why does it matter to you? Yeah. Who am I to judge? Right. Run your race. And at the end of the day, you know, what will be, it will be. Exactly. And stay in your lane. Please and thank you. When, you. when you try to operate in somebody else's lane, you have to deal with the hurdles they have to deal with that you might not be graced to overcome if you would have just stayed in your lane. So. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me tell you, if 
I want to say like, as far as my experience up until now with my um, wellness coaching business, mm-hmm. with what I've posted, like, I hope it doesn't, I hope people are able to see, like, it wasn't an easy, like, it still ain't easy to, to go through this transition because Lord knows that there were tears involved, like all throughout this year, there were moments of just like, just being down on myself of just staying inside versus going out and hanging out, you know, going out at night or whatever. Um, like there were so many trial and errors of, you know, me thinking that, okay, let me go this route with, you know, my business. And then that, not that not working and going this route and just like going back and forth. Like it definitely, it, it ain't easy. Nobody's path is easy, like, right. but it's definitely worth the while when you actually step out on faith. So I'll just, I'll leave that right there. Come on. <laughs> but we ain't getting no offerings around here though. No, no I ain't got no offerings. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> but yeah. Cash up. Uh, I ain't got no more excuses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's been really great catching up with you, Tierra. I was like, Jay was like, I ain't really talked to Tierra. I mean, I was like, I haven't either, but I know that she's doing some things. So. Absolutely. Freaking, this will be an awesome conversation for us. Um, get something out of it, and for our listeners too, and for the people that know you. So, well, thank and, you. Yeah, and I think another part of that is when we're working, we feel like no one's watching. Mm-hmm. Right? There's always somebody taking notice, yeah. and just as much as you know, we're acknowledging you when the work that you're doing. We know and we appreciate that you acknowledge us as well. And yes, thank you. that's that's huge to me. And I appreciate that so much. Yes, thank you so much. Wow. Thank you. Absolutely. I really appreciate that. You, you know, welcome. and I think just thinking about that, because of social media, where we've been so connected yet so disconnected, mm. we can literally walk around in this world feeling unseen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just compelled this week. Just let people know that I see them. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Because that makes a huge difference. That definitely makes a huge difference in anybody's life. Just to be, just to be told like, hey, like, um, it could be something so small. Like, even if it's just like a text message, anything is better than just going yeah. <laughs> through like social media and you just like cop it like hey like just wanted to check on you and hey I, I noticed that this and that um is taking place and wanted to see what the status was like I <laughs> I have a few friends who have um who, I, who have told me about some projects that they're working on and I'm just like inspired to check in on them on those projects like yo like where are you at because me, myself, like, there's some things that I'm working on where I'm just, like, procrastinating on it or, like, in the past where I just didn't put my foot up on it because I just, for whatever reason, was all up in my mind. But yeah. it made a difference for somebody to just be like, hey, I remember you told me about this. Like, how's that going? Like, oh, shoot. It's kind <laughs> well, of I'm being held accountable now. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me go ahead and do this. Um, so, yeah, it makes a difference when you just, you know, just some simple words. How what's going on? Like how how's that going? Yeah. 
And just recently, you did a um, a social media challenge um, around wellness. And so can you tell us a little bit more about what kind of inspired that and how did it go? Yeah. Um, so it's still going on. We have until this Sunday and that'll be the 21st and last day. But so what inspired it was for one, just getting people, getting people motivated to still stay active and, and involved in their healthy living while we're going into the holidays because, and not only just the holidays, but just like the winter, because Lord knows ain't nobody trying to step outside um, (laughs) to take a run or just to drive to the gym or like that stuff, like the cold can definitely keep you from doing a lot of things. If you didn't have to go to work, you probably would. Um, So I wanted to keep it, keep the momentum going because um, what I've learned is that if I'm experiencing something, it's most likely that there's other people experiencing it too. So why not, um, you know, help motivate other people to keep it going? Because, you know, once the holidays come, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, like the food just keeps on coming. <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes, you know, you just, you just be giving yourself that, that, um, cheat day or cheat weeks or month or whatever to just let yourself go yeah so I wanted to motivate people to keep on being healthy like not and realistically because you're gonna still want to enjoy you know that ham or you know the collard greens macaroni and cheese whatever like and that's all fine and dandy um but just, you know, the next day or even the day of, you can still get a quick little workout in so you mm-hmm. don't feel like like you're punishing yourself um, so much. Or you could still, like, you know, just portion out what you're putting on your plate versus, like, you know, overstuffing yourself. Like, um, or when you're drinking, like, drink a bottle or a cup of water in between each um, glass so you're not over here acting a fool in front of Uncle... <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just... I guess be more intentional with your, with your health. Um, so, so I wanted to kind of just get as many people and even if it was just one, cause this was my first real challenge uh, with my business. So it was kind of just testing the waters to see like, you know, would people actually be into a challenge anyways? Um, so there were definitely like a lot of people interested and, only a few people end up signing up from those bunch of people though. Um, but it's good just because I'm, I've, one thing that I've learned with business is to not look at the numbers when it comes, especially when it comes to like social media, like you, you don't get who you need to work with, Mm -hmm. like who needs you, who needs your services. So, um, so it's been good. We've set our fitness goals and, um, a lot of us have like reached it or just about reached it. And it's just been simple goals where it's just, um, Hey, I want to run 20. Well, for instance, mine was, there's a Jacob's ladder mm-hmm. at my, um, at the YMCA. And I've been trying to get on it for a straight 10 minutes. And I have, that has been a goal of mine, like maybe since like 
the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord knows I still haven't reached it, but I have decided to fully focus on it for my fitness goal. And um, I think I started off at two minutes straight and now like I'm at eight minutes straight. So okay. I'm going to wait to 10 minutes like by next Sunday. So it's like we're doing goals like that so that, you know, we're not overwhelming ourselves and we're being realistic and we're able to cheer each other on. And, you know, we got the meal prep situation going on and making sure we're working out um, as often as we need to to yeah. keep up um, a healthy routine. and. Also just including like the self-care in there because I think it's important for men and women to include that in their everyday life because we so often forget about us and our needs and you know we're most likely always there for anybody else who needs us. Um, Or if we do have a lot of alone time, it's not intentional. It's just like I'm sitting back, kicking back, eating some popcorn and enjoying some freaking, this is us or whatever (laughs) like be in the moment like you know pamper yourself so so that's what i've um been doing with this challenge um and definitely plan on doing some more challenges that are like mainly focused on fitness or mainly focused on the nutrition portion of it um just to mix it up and see like what everybody really um prefers or really needs help in right Uh, so yeah Tiara, if there was one thing you could leave for our listeners, what might that be? So I would say, and similar to what I've said before, is to not give up on on what you really desire. Um, I definitely am a huge believer in speaking it into existence. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a singer and you say you're a singer and you introduce yourself to everybody else as a singer, you a singer yeah um like and that goes for any other title like speak it into existence I remember my because my grandma always like she'd be quick to shut me down but in a good way like she just it's like she speaks some truth like it's a lot of wisdom in that lady so I remember visiting her um this summer and her telling me um well why don't you believe that you are what you say you are and I'm like what are you talking about like I am what like I am a wellness coach. I am a personal trainer. I am all of the above. But she was like, um, "Well, you keep putting, you know, words into the sentences that make it seem like you are not. Like yeah. it's more so. Um, well, if I become a wellness coach, or um, maybe maybe I will, and I, I think I should, or you know, it's just not so certain. So she was like, "You need to change your vocabulary. You need to change." Um, you know, how you speak about what you desire. And I was like, you know what, grandma, you was right. Like, let me, I'm like always talking about speaking into existence, but here I am like shutting my own self down before anybody else could, if they wanted to, like, let me like bring myself to life. So, so yeah, just speak it into existence. um, And don't, don't give up on what your desires are. Because at the end of the day, if it's yours, it's yours and it'll be there. And if not, then that's, it's, it's at least good that you stepped into it and you tried it out. Now you just go back to the drawing board and you, you know, start it up again. Absolutely. Yes. Come on, see? I'm going to have to catch up with you after this. 
Yes. <laughs> no, we probably do need another catch up. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I will definitely be catching up on your podcast. Um, the yeah. Honestly Honest Podcast. How did you come yeah. up with that name? So I I went through a few different titles for the podcast that it just wasn't really like connecting with me. I felt like I was forcing it. Um, and then I remember like talking to to my best friends, Tiffany and Laura, like, yo, like, what do you think about this? Because I was like, honestly, honest. And they were just like, I don't know. I was like, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna stick with it because it was authentic because I say that like almost every day before the podcast was out. Like that was just my thing. Like I would just be like, to be honestly honest, like I just feel like, <laughs> like you know, to be honestly honest, I don't know. Um, and I was, you know, this this is dope. I like it, and it just worked out. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I think it fits well. Thank you. I think it fits well. Um, you know. It's just so many great things um, that you're doing. You know, seeing how, as you put it, you've done a 180 with your lifestyle. Um, yeah. But then to now share that through the podcast and through your Facebook post, um, it's just been really great to see. And I appreciate it most definitely. Thank you. Chris, where can we find you at, man? You can find me on Instagram at CooperT07, on Twitter at Cooperman, and on Facebook at Christopher Lamont Cooper. All right. You guys can find me on Facebook, John Michael Harris, on Twitter and Instagram, Counseling and Laugh. This is Professional Coach the Podcast. Take care. Today's not over. 86,000 more seconds, it's a new day. What you think this was? Wrote up on a challenge and you think you're gonna walk away? Nah, time's on your side. Time is the reason that you are alive. Master your purpose, you master your time. Stay in the bed or you get up and cry where you watch it. I got to do this for my daddy who ain't living for my family and my county. Cause they told me that they counting on me. And I'ma make y'all proud. Days like this can't hold me down. Power in my voice, even more in my crown. Blue and rap did it now, I'll give you this sound.